Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Yappin' With Us. Today, we'll be reviewing Obsidian by Jennifer L. Armentrout, which is the first book in her Lux, I think it's called the Lux yeah. series? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the plot synopsis is basically that Katie moves to a new town with her low-key absent mom, and her neighbors are aliens. The end. Just the friendly aliens next door. Not so friendly aliens next door. (laughs) (laughs) One friendly alien next door. Yes. Anyways. Okay, so before even reading this book, what is up with the cover? It is appalling and I know that there are two versions of the cover so there's one that's like tinged green and then there's one that's shiny and it's actually like a bound up thing of both obsidian and the next book and both of them are hideous both of them are so ugly Uh, when you said there was two copies I was thinking oh like there's one copy like the one that you have that's green Mm -hmm. with people on it which is gross in my Mm -hmm. opinion no offense no no it's not right actually offense those covers are ugly as hell yeah like the book can be good like some romance books they're good but the fact that there's like people like actual people on the cover yeah i'm looking at it now and i think i'm even more concerned because i was mentioning this earlier the people are also tinged green which makes them look ill. Um, isn't he also supposed to be like seventeen? Yeah, he's supposed <laughs> he to be. Looks like he's at least thirty-four. Yeah, the the models chosen for the cover, I don't think accurately represent Damon, but you know, um, to each their own. To no. Each their own. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So cover is ugly. But we don't judge a book by its cover here at Yappin' with us. We judge it by its content. Very harshly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the fact that Katie's literally like the definition of your like early two thousands YA protagonist. Yeah, she suffers from a very severe case of special snowflake syndrome. Which is essentially, she's the biggest pick-me girl ever. Like, ever. Honestly, like, this book isn't even from the early 2000s. No. So it did not have to be like this. No, I think it was released in 2012, I want to say. Yeah, so, like, there's no excuse. Yeah. You know? For Katie to be like, oh my god, I'm just not, uh, I'm just not cute. Like, I'm too curvy, and every time I eat, it just goes straight to my butt. Like, my life is so hard. My eyes are just so gray. And it's yeah. Magnets can be great. <laughs> Magnets typically are great. Really. Um. Anyways, but due to the nature of her character, she gave me some of my favorite lines ever in any book I've ever read. Please enlighten us. Go through your lines. <laughs> so the first one is she didn't get books the way I did. Bravo, Katie. You're really expressing the way that you feel so eloquently, so beautifully. Because she reads, and other people can't read. They're stupid. Yeah. They just don't understand the way that she likes books. No one likes books like her. Exactly. Especially Damon. When Damon's like, oh, you read graphic novels? Of of course she does, because she's not like other girls. Girls can't read graphic novels. Don't you know that? No, but also (laughs) um, him being like, oh, like, you read, like, paranormal stuff? And she's like, yeah, like, ghosts and stuff. Aliens? Weird as hell, though. <laughs> That's some great foreshadowing, JLA. But also, yeah. like, how awkward for Damon. Yeah, I think Damon if, if I were Damon, like, I would get, I would, I would do a little chuckle there. I'd be like, oh. Do you know, like, that meme of the alien standing in the hallway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
picture like, my tea thing that day. I just picture an alien like sipping tea with his pinky up like and I <laughs> yeah um there's also even in scrubs she made me look dull with my gray eyes and plain brown hair oh Katie I'm so sorry you have to suffer with your gray eyes and plain brown hair. Yeah, and, like, she brings up the fact that she has gray eyes at least once a chapter. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a lot. Like, I understand. Your eyes are gray. Mm-hmm. But then she also brings up, like, their green eyes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I don't see this on your list, so I'm going to bring it up. The line where Damon is, like, <laughs> where Damon grabs Katie's hair. And it's, like, it's not – what do you, what do you say? Oh, he's, like um, – what color even is this? It's not brown and it's not blonde. And she's like, it's light brown. And she's like blushing. And I'm like, sir, (laughs) what? It's like, you have pretty eyes, but clearly they have no capability to see if you have to inquire (laughs) as to what color light brown is. Literally, it's giving the light gray shirt energy. Yes, it's absolutely giving that. Um... Also, these, my next couple of lines are more questionable things that JLA wrote, (laughs) which I don't know if they're great, like, Mm -hmm. but yeah, the first one is, and Damon treats me like I'm a total terrorist. Ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, JLA. Like, maybe this is not that place nor the time, but okay. I don't think it's, I don't think it, it, like, calling someone... Using that term, you know, it's just, it's something, there's so many other words you could have used. There's so many other things you could have said in that place. And like, you know. Yeah. But honestly, if she wrote Obsidian today, I think she would do it all over the exact same way. I I also (laughs) think that just after reading her new series, again, if you guys haven't listened to the episodes on her new series, check that out. But um, what is it called again? A shadow in the ember? Yeah. I yeah. So. I can just tell that maybe if she rewrote Obsidian today, it might be even a little worse. Honestly, yeah. Because although this book really suffered from the time period it was written in, yeah. and by that I just mean like 2000s, whatever, yeah. YA yeah. writing, um, I do think that it was better than like A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. Like no, the, yeah. Um, from Blood and Ash, because the From Blood and Ash series, like the first two books, well, the first book's really good. Mm-hmm. Second book, okay, it's good, but like we're getting worse. But like the books progressively got worse. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, we're already starting with a pretty bad point, but it's also like it's quick, it's short, mm-hmm. it's like everything it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like, would I ever recommend this book as a form of like literature? But would I recommend it as some trash that you can read and, like, satisfy your enemies to lovers? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. sure. It's not a good enemies to lovers by any means because I just don't think they were ever enemies. So I would not categorize it as Yeah. Like that. The whole book was just Damon treating her like she was a total terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. We will get into Damon's red flags later, but Simran does have another favorite line. Okay, this is my last one. These kids looked like the kids in Florida. Oh my god, I wrote that twice. Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone messed up. She messed up, guys. She messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Just with less potential for skin cancer. Like, girl, where are you pulling this from? Clearly, she has a box in her room full of bad jokes she's been waiting to use, and she just pulls them out at random and sticks them in her books. Literally. 
because that was a little bit concerning. I mean, I don't think skin cancer is anything to particularly joke about. And I do think that Florida and wherever the heck they are has more differences than the sun. That, the sun. I also just think it's like so out of pocket. Like you're going to a new school and all you can be is like, I don't know. That also reminds me of Twilight, which we will get into yeah. later. Yeah. We will get it. Twilight's the only thing I could think about when I was reading this book. No. See, I think the only reason why I didn't is because I read this book when it came out. So I was 12. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I had read Twilight at that point. Okay, I read Twilight in grade four. So everything I've read since then, I just think of Twilight. Not everything I've read, but like... everything. Like, yeah. Even her textbook. She reads her textbook and she's like, Twilight. (laughs) No, literally. I did a presentation in grade 11 on influenza. (laughs) the spanish flu that killed edward's mom yeah or edward and yeah edward Edward, literally but did i mention that in my presentation no yes you did (laughs) she did i was was gonna applaud you for your self-control but you don't have any Anyways, uh, moving on to another symptom of katie's special snowflake syndrome is when she was like when Dee was like, oh, this gardening totally ruined my manicure. And then Katie looked down at her dirty, disgusting, ripped up nails. And she's like, I'm just used to it, I guess. <laughs> you should have. Yeah, I told you you should have bought gloves. And then Dee was like, oh, but you're not wearing any gloves. Yeah. I'm used to it. I'm, I'm just used to rough and toughing it. I've seen all of the gardening shows on TLC. So I'm just an expert. That was honestly like a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she literally built different. Mm-hmm. I mean, she literally like gatekeeps. What was she? What did I say? She was like gatekeeping something. I don't know. Books. I think. Oh yeah, she gatekeeps books. I think like Katie's. I mean, borderline or bottom line, her behavior is just normal. Like she's not. She's not special. A lot of people garden without gloves. A lot of people read. A lot of people have gray eyes. Katie, you are not special. Yeah, but it's just it's like it's fun seeing how. She thinks about herself. Yeah, yeah. The fact that she's just so curvy and she hates it. And her uh, full hips and her plump lips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But not as plump as her mom's or like, I don't know. Yeah. She's like, I have puffy lips. Plump lips. This book was just a lot. Yeah. The descriptions were something else. They were on another level. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what else was on another level? Damon. That man. Okay, first of all, I would like to say for those of you who have seen Vampire Diaries, Damon is literally Damon. She took the character Damon from Vampire Diaries, added an E to his name, and then made this douchebag. Which was so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, she did not need to add that E. No. Like, does it make him look cooler? No. It makes him look more like a douche. Yeah, it honestly, like, it it makes it harder for me to read. Okay. actually spells their name Damon with an E. You know what? Demon. Demon. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anyone named Damon. No, me neither. <laughs> so interesting. I would think it'd be more popular name. It's a cool name, but... But um, I think maybe it would be more popular for, like, children who were born, like, five to ten years after us. Because that's when these books and this, like, literature, Vampire Diaries, was popular. Yeah, but I mean, like, I've taught a lot of kids, and I've never encountered. Yeah, 
the parents naming their kids after the Vampire Diary character yeah, are not bringing their kids to swimming classes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I did. There was a kid named Malachi named after someone from Vampire Diaries. I actually asked the parents, and they did say that he was named after the character from Vampire Diaries. Because I'm like, this is too much of a coincidence because his her his sister's name was Elena, and I'm like, Elena Malachi, something is Vampire <laughs> Diaries here. Oh my god. That's- a bit on the nose it's a little bit on the nose i'm like you couldn't have picked a more like not subtle not leading character but you know what i'm not gonna complain um anyways so yeah damon has a complete lack of social skills everything that he says is a red flag he doesn't treat katie right he makes fun of her appearance her body like her personality he's rude her interest he's rude he's so rude he literally like other than the fact that he's good looking why you would be attracted to him because like his like snarky comments and his like you know like kind of like bully flirting Mm -hmm, that he does mm -hmm. it's just bullying like it's not even flirting like sometimes like i understand like the mean Mm -hmm. comment but like pulling the girl's pigtail kind of thing Mm -hmm. this isn't it's not the same no he literally is like 20 bucks you wear a one piece like that's uncomfortable yeah and also you just bullied her into going swimming with you because you want bonus points what the yeah Katie has nothing to do with your bonus bonus points and then like a lot of people will say okay but he saved her okay but who put her in the situation in the first place d technically okay anyways um (laughs) if if we don't think about it that hard yeah okay but the truck scene when he was literally he went off for no reason he was like d deserves better friends than people like you there's something wrong with you stay away from me and my family and like obviously she's going to react to that because that was really mean so why why did he have to say that in front of her i just don't understand honestly so many things could be private conversations between Damon and Dee. The only thing I kind of understand is that, like, this book is written in first person. Yeah. From Katie's perspective. So, like, if Damon didn't say those things legitimately right in front of her face, then we would never know that he felt like that. But there's obviously other ways that that could have been shown. Like, um, Katie overhearing a conversation mm-hmm. and not him to her face being like, I hate you. She is not welcome in our house. Yeah. Get her out of here. Like, yeah, literally. Or like, you know, she rings the doorbell and she can hear on the inside, like, oh my God, is that Katie again? I told you not to hang out with her. And like, I always find that um, when authors use dialogue like that in order to like world build, that it gets kind of messy. Like, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Like if you want to make a point about like them being fishy make it in their behavior like maybe katie's like at her window at night and she sees them like you know sneaking out really doing something weird like you don't have to make it in a way that's just this unrealistic because nobody talks like that nobody would just say like yeah d you can't be friends with this chick right in front of her yeah it doesn't make sense and he's also like he's so hot and cold Mm -hmm. like one minute he's like oh I just love making you blush. I don't know what he said exactly. Oh, he's like, yeah. oh, I figured it out. I just like to see you blush. Um, and then the next second, he's like, happy? I'm never happy around you. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, coming for her throat. Yeah. He does. I mean, borderline. Bottom line, he's awful. He's awful. But, I mean, Katie also suffers from pretty bad circumstances. Like, yeah. she finds out that they lost her brother, or their brother, 
like tragically that he disappeared and the first thing she does is go to d and be like d why didn't you tell me you traumatically lost your brother and he's presumed to be dead like how could you just not tell me yeah as if d walks around being like yeah my brother was kidnapped yeah he's gone he's dead he's literally just in case oh you just moved to town two people were kidnapped from here one of them was my brother (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> oh and his girlfriend bethany williams. williams but i'm sure you want to be best friends with me now yeah. no. obviously d would not bring that up yeah but also dawson is most definitely 100 million trillion percent alive and like in every situation ever like have you ever seen a show where they don't see the dead body but they're like yeah they're dead and the person's not actually alive I rest my case. You don't have to say anything. I'm not going to, but... But uh, I know, I feel it in my bones. And I've said this multiple times, your bones are mentally ill. We'll see next episode just how mentally ill they are. (laughs) (laughs) You said that with a little bit too much conviction. I'm really scared that next episode we're going to find out that my bones are in fact mentally ill. I honestly think I have enough evidence that I don't even need to wait until next episode to say that your bones are mentally ill. Anyways, moving on. Okay, wait. I want to talk about the Twilight thing, but one thing before that is about the special snowflake syndrome. Mm -hmm. Katie being like, she was talking about hospitals and she's like they have such a strange smell that's what i've always told mom but she thinks i make it up no literally everybody says that that's yeah that's a common fact that people don't like the smell of hospitals or it has a very distinct kind of disturbing smell yeah you're not special katie she's like i've always told everyone but like no one believes me yeah, ask your nurse mother who spends all of her day in a hospital and probably has developed a tolerance to the smell. Yeah, that's great. Come on, Katie. Like, you, she doesn't have any brain cells. Also, I don't remember the guy's name that her mom was dating. But she's like, oh my god, is that like a doctor who works at the hospital? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. But she calls him Mr. Whatever and not Doctor Whatever. Oh, interesting. Which I, I thought was like, hello are you dumb like jla are you dumb unless i unless i have my facts wrong in which case i'm sorry but i still think jla is dumb <laughs> but for other for other reasons <laughs> just not for this one in particular so but also i just right doesn't change your opinion yeah i kind of feel like he's gonna be evil even though he's had no screen time okay okay well, this is not a feeling in my bones this is a feeling in my gut. Well, your gut's also in. Yeah, like, I'm lactose intolerant, and I just ate cheese. Yeah. So, obviously, I'm not doing well. But <laughs> I'm just saying. No one forced it down your throat. Hey, what was I supposed to do? Not eat it? Yes. Anyways, back on to the main segment, which is... Twilight. Is this Obsidian? Or is this Twilight? Okay, so, I guess, Twilight spoiler warning ahead. But it was also released, like... 14 years ago or something. Yeah. Honestly, if you are about to be spoiled by Twilight, I think your main issue is that you haven't seen Twilight yet. So pause this episode, go watch Twilight, and then come back. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, you can also read them if, like, I don't know, though, because you just don't get books the way Katie does. No. Nobody will ever get books. So maybe just watch the movies. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, like, honestly, I just feel like everyone 
everybody should stop reading books because then they shouldn't be reading books. Yeah. But then who would read her blog? <laughs> True. <laughs> if no one was reading True. Um, okay. First off, I want to say that Twilight is basically just if Stephanie Myers wasn't a Mormon. Sorry, Obsidian is Twilight if she wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, like I said earlier, like, Obsidian is literally if Stephanie Myers was really into Tumblr mm-hmm. and was not a Mormon. Yeah, like, she... Because there was a lot more, like, risque jokes and, like... Yeah, stuff. yeah. That's just not... The- oh! Also... Why did Katie's prom date Loki have to be a rapist? Oh my god! <laughs> okay, like, I guess we can get back to that later, but there's just so many things where I'm like, that's not, like, a fun little plot point that you can just throw in so Damon can save her. Damon saved her enough. You really did not have to add that. Like, you want, okay, you want to make Damon jealous over her red dress, okay, but you do not have to make her date... Handsy and a low, like high key sexually yeah, no. assault her. Literally her brought her to like a cornfield yeah. and was like, it was just like it's one thing. It's one thing to like portray something like that and do it well, but it's another thing to use it as like a mm-hmm. plot device to mm-hmm. get um, jealousy and yeah. like the protectiveness from Damon. And it's like I don't know. I just I find it a little bit icky. It was a lot icky. Like, you really could have left it at the dress, you know? Like, she could have walked in wearing a nice red dress, and he could have been like, ah, heck, I should have gone with her, and then been a respectful person and, like, let her... Like, Damon is not the only good, quote-unquote, good guy out there. Mm -hmm. Like, her date could have been a nice person, and he still could have been jealous. Yeah, exactly. And they could have just not worked out. Like, he could have been, like... uh, What was his name from Twilight? Mike? Mike! Yeah. But anyways, moving on. So that, anyways, her date kind of did remind me of the scene in Twilight where she went dress shopping and all those guys are thinking inappropriate things and then Edward goes and saves Bella. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of that happens. Like, the dress shopping, first of all, is also a scene in Twilight. And it's pretty similar with the way that, like, the local girls wanted to dress a certain way Mm -hmm. that she was like, oh, like, that's not really me. And it was the same thing that happened in Twilight. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also the whole, like, I know there's something wrong with them, but I don't know what. Like, am I hallucinating? Am I seeing things? Am I going crazy? What are you? And then Katie Googling people of light and Mothman is very similar to Bella finding out, like, stuff about the tribe mm-hmm. from Jacob mm-hmm. and then googling and going to the bookstore. Like the cold skin. Yeah. 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 Um also the gaslighting. <laughs> oh my god, Damon number one gaslighter. Well, second only to Edward. Honestly. Okay, but Edward was more like I don't know why Edward just like I worked with him, but when Damon did it, it's just but I think it's cuz Edward was also like broody. Yeah. Like, he kind of had, like, this very, like, mysterious vibe. And obviously, like, Damon and Dee are mysterious. Like, there's definitely something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Something different. But the thing is, they're not, like, being low-key about it. Mm-hmm. Although, they think they are. But in Twilight, like, immediately the whole town is like, look at these freaks. Yeah. Like, that guy's eating a dozen eggs in a Ziploc <laughs> bag. <laughs> And, like, everyone knows that there's something weird about them, but, like, no one knows what. Yeah. 
Whereas um, with the aliens, like, everyone, not everyone knows, but, like, it's not, like, a well-kept secret. Yeah, the like, government knows. Yeah, the government. But, like, honestly, like, they're just popular kids. Like, yeah. they're not, like, ostracized kids. They're just popular because they're hot, you know? And they talk to people. Like, they interact yeah. with people. Whereas in Twilight, like, the Cullens did not interact with people the same way. Yeah, yeah, no, that's very true. With yes. the locals. And um, you saw that? No, you didn't. Actually, you're wrong. Actually, I wasn't underwater for ten minutes. I was only under there for five seconds. You yeah. can't count. Yeah, you're actually fucking stupid. Yeah. I actually came up like eighteen times. You just didn't see. Yeah. Ten minutes didn't even pass. It's been five seconds, and you're stupid. Like I don't know. He literally doesn't make any sense. Like, you know you're with a human being. She's watching you. There's only two of you there. Maybe at least try to be normal. Yeah, and like I know they bring it up later when she, she actually finds out he's an alien, and she's like, "Wait, so that time you were just underwater?" And he was like, "Haha, yeah." Like sometimes, like because we don't need to breathe. Like I just forget. It sounds fake. You've literally been living on Earth for so long, and you've been masquerading as a human for so long. And the thing is, like I understand. Like let's say Damon and Dee were hanging out, and they went swimming. And they went underwater for 10 minutes and they're like, oh, oops, we forgot that we need to be perceived as people who breathe. But honestly, in that situation, it doesn't matter. It's two aliens hanging out. Mm-hmm. But in the situation where he's with a human, wouldn't he be constantly thinking about it? No, I know. He, he like, should be. Like, I wouldn't just, oh, forget. Forget to breathe. But the breathing thing is also like, yeah. Edward and them don't breathe. That's very true. Just saying. This just feels like, okay, this is not really Twilight, but I'm just, I'm just gonna say, the amount of times shit happens to Katie and Damon just has to go save her with his alien abilities, like yeah. the bear, the truck, helping her, well, I mean, he can use his alien abilities like fixing the car, at the library parking lot, at the end, like, why is he always saving her? This is book one. This is literally I book know. one, and he saved her, like, what, 12 times? Come yeah. on. Look, I'm bored. Like, something new needs to happen. Something new did happen. She saved him. You saved my life, Katie. And then Adam is like, no, she's just a stupid, disgusting, dirty jockey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Sucks, though. Anyways, back on to your uh, Twilight. I think that's all I really had to say. Also, like, um, the friends that she makes, that Katie makes, are kind of similar to, like, the friends that Bella makes. Yeah, like, um, Carissa. Carissa and Lisa, I think. Lisa? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of all for the Twilight part. I feel like we didn't really talk much about the plot of the book. Because after she finds out there's aliens, she also finds out that there's, like, another alien race that's attacking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I forget what they're called. Aram. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Them. Aram. Um, don't actually have anything to say about that. It no. just seems like it was kind of there. Yeah, I mean, I think the way that the aliens were set up were kind of cool. Like, you know, they're called Blacks. They're being so they're from a cool planet of course there has to be some kind of antagonist because for a long time the only antagonist was damon which uh <laughs> is another red flag no, there was also a terrorist <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah I, I, like when i was reading it at first i was like okay like something needs to give like the bad guy literally can't be damon even though it certainly seems like he is but then arm got introduced and i think it's it's kind of basic you know just an, an evil alien race trying to kill 
a non-evil yeah. alien race, I guess. It's kind of like uh, I'm number four. It's very similar to I'm number four. And, you know, it gets kind of boring. And then Obsidian being the only thing that can cut them. Like, okay, fine. Maybe that's unique plot point. But whatever. Whatever. I, I guess and in terms oh. of the plot, not much happens. Twilight. Um, both JLA and Stephanie Meyer use uh, Native American tribes as plot points in their stories. Um, JLA did it with the, um, well, she called them Indians. Oh. <laughs> That's the whole book. Okay. But with the, like, local tribes, um, stories about aliens, basically. Oh, I don't know if you remember yeah, that. Yeah, I do. But, like, the special rocks and stuff, mm-hmm. like, um, Damon brought it up to katie like when they were on their hike yeah that's oh story. and also the so that story yeah. that damon tells katie is very similar to the story that jacob tells bella in eclipse so i just want to know jla where are you getting your inspo from because i think we found it also why are you calling them indians yeah like <laughs> yeah no actually yeah <laughs> No, and I think we went over this as well in our episode on Midnight Sun. By our first time. episode our first, ever. Yeah. That um, if you're going to appropriate, maybe don't. don't. <laughs> and also, like, if you're going to use, like, a culture like that, maybe, like, do your research and, like, actually... Like, depict them appropriately yeah. and respectfully and don't just use them as a plot point. Yeah. And, like... And, like, low-key, like, abuse them because like i mean i don't know that much about um who jla wrote about but like specifically for stephanie myers yeah this is a more stephanie myers things and i know a lot of people were upset like she didn't give any of the proceeds to the tribe even though like knowing that they were struggling or like any of any credit any nothing and she also depicted them poorly very very poorly Um, i mean at least jla i mean at least jla didn't depict them poorly like that's the bare minimum yeah anyways uh, i do think that you don't really need to use other people's um, sacred rights or anything like that as a plot point, but maybe we should move on to ratings. Yeah. Oh, this is hard for me because I did read this book when I was like 13 and I haven't reread it since. Have I? Maybe once when I was like 16. Okay, I'll start. So you go. I'll give this book a B plus. Oh, that's a little higher than I was expecting. <laughs> Such a high rating. But hear me out. It's only going to get worse from here. And also, with all the problems that this book had, it was also very um, addicting to read. Crack. Yeah, and it was very quick, which I liked. The chapters weren't, like, really long. And I also tried to, like, be 13-year-old me. Mm-hmm. Like, channel my inner... Because, th- like, look at my ratings for all the Shadowhunter books. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Across the board. Yeah. For incest? <laughs> <laughs> This book didn't even have incest. Oh, darn. <laughs> and what? I'm going to give it lower rating than Shadowhunter books? No, right? I get that. I get that. I think I, if I'm going back to my 13-year-old self, I would give this an A+. This book was like the epitome of everything that I needed. It was, I mean, at the time, I was like, the, the love, amazing. The jealousy, amazing. The enemies to lovers, immaculate. The bad boy, Damon, t- like, amazing. Katie, Wow. She's just not like other girls. She's so special. She's so special. She also reads. Oh my god. I'll never be like her. Um, but I also like. I guess this is not part of the rating thing, but like, 
Obsidian really normalizes abusive relationships. Definitely. <laughs> and like toxic relationships yeah. and yeah. like being okay with being talked to like that because yeah. like it's not like like Katie's kind of like <laughs> he hates me. Like, no, he no. he sounds like he's going to murder he's you. He's actually verbally abusing <laughs> you. Like this is just going to be our disclaimer at the end. Like if someone is treating you the way that Damon is treating Katie, please Run. leave them or like get help or talk to someone Report because you are in somewhere. an abusive relationship. That is no means to treat another person. That's not healthy. It's not hot. It's not sexy. It's not hard to get. It's just plain Even abusive. Even if he is an alien. Yeah. And um, that's on that. Okay. So I guess that's all we have for you guys today. Make sure to follow at Yappin with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks for listening, and we will see you in another book world.